With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestranino back with a Survivor Exit interview, and we got a good one here for you today. I mean, I guess depending on your perspective, because we are very sad to see Matt Blankenship voted out of the game. And he was just uh, somebody who uh, contributed so much to this season and uh, very much looking forward to hearing from him on this exit interview podcast kind of thought that the Matt and Franny storyline was going to go deeper into the season. So it was a, uh, certainly a surprise for me to have Matt be the person voted out last night. Uh, but we will get into all that with him in just a moment. Very controversial episode of survivor last night and probably not even controversial because I've seen only uh, negativity about the episode overall. I gave my thoughts on it with Stephen Fishback. I think I was probably higher than most uh, based off of uh, how I am trying to do the mental gymnastics to talk myself into that this wasn't actually that crazy what was going on in last night's episode. You could hear that conversation with Stephen, of course, in our Survivor Know-It-Alls episode. Today, I am also just super excited. Not only do I get this exit interview here today, but I also get to catch up with my great friend Christian Hubicki on the podcast tonight. So we'll take your questions with Christian and get into that. Make sure you subscribe. Rob has a web Website.com slash subscribe. We'll also have a feedback show on Monday with Frail Mary this week. If you want to check out the video of this interview, check it out on our YouTube channel at robisawebsite.com slash YouTube. Let's go ahead and bring in Matt. Hey, Matt, how are you? Uh, Rob Sestrino here. I'm very sad to see you go out of the game uh, this week because I thought you were just such a fun and unique character to have on the show. And I thought you came across as incredibly charming in your confessionals. And I'm looking forward to chatting today. 
Yo, me too. I mean, this, this is a thrilling experience to get Chuck to Rob. So. <laughs> okay, well, all right. well, the pleasure is mine. I want to ask you first about something that happened in the episode last night. Uh, you and Brandon were talking, and you were discussing about whether or not the person who is the best at Survivor always does the best on Survivor. And Brandon said, okay, well, yes, you can get screwed, but there's always a way out. Now, based off of what you experienced, do you think that Brandon is right or is he wrong? <laughs> um, you like to think that, you know, the best player always wins and you you'd know, like your to think that, yeah. It's always in your hands. But the truth of it is it's I, I don't think that's true. Um, like I really I mean I'm not bitter. I don't want to come across as bitter or like upset, but I really, every other permutation of those rocks, I think I do better. Like I, I'm in a fine position. Um, like it was just that specific possibility that one universe where I am like screwed and there's kind of nothing I can yeah, do. Where's Dr. Strange? And yeah. To me, I felt I, I like kind of nod because it's it's not a good look to be like no Brandon like, <laughs> but in that moment I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you have a necklace, you're totally safe. Like that's like fat words coming from you in this moment where it's like clearly me um, who's going home and there's nothing I can do about it. Um, okay, yeah. all right, Matthew, can you give us any updates that you can share about the? status of you and Franny because I want, just want to speak for all the Survivor fans that I talk to and all the RHAP fans that uh, we are very much rooting for you too. <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta say, um, I have good news for the Manny Stannies. Uh, me and Franny are going strong. We're, our relationship has blossomed like even more so than on the show. Um, and yeah, no, we, we, we got Ethiopian food. Yes. We made that happen. The road trip is on the cards. We're, we're working that out now. So yeah, all of the, um, the rumors are true. Me and Franny are still together. Okay, wonderful to hear. I noticed you said Manny. Is that your preferred portmanteau? You'd like that more than Frankenship? Um, to be honest, uh, I love them both. And actually, my favorite, which Franny hates, is Frathew, um, because I think it's <laughs> hilarious. Like, there's something really silly about that. But Frankenship is really good. Um, that like we didn't think of that on the island. Um, and when on the island, we were trying to push them together and like Manny was what we came up with. Okay. All right. Going back to last night, you know, a lot of viewers had said, hey, oh, why doesn't Franny throw the challenge there to protect you? Was that something that occurred to you in the real time, Matt? It did occur to me. I mean, you're standing there with that poll. They didn't show timestamps, um, but it was like an hour. <laughs> it was a long time where you're standing there with that poll. And so, of course, you're running through the numbers and you're thinking mm -hmm. about it. And, of course, in that moment, I'm thinking, like, just drop the ball, Freddie. Like, it's I'm, you are safe already. I'm going to be safe. Like, it'll work out no matter what. Um, but at the same time, I cannot, like blame her for wanting to push herself and like fight through this challenge. You know, it's easy to be like, Oh, I would have won or I could have won, but you never know that unless you prove it. And she proved it. She took down freaking Brandon, this behemoth of a man. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, you love to see it and I, they didn't show this either, but um, when she won, when I saw Brandon's ball drop, 
there was like a dual reaction for me where the first emotional response was joy. I was like, I can't believe, you know, like Franny has this immunity win that's huge for her. Like, I, I'm so proud of her. I was like excited for her. And then whiplash into, oh shit, I'm totally screwed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> life comes at you fast. Uh, so, yeah. uh, at the tribal council, we saw Heidi stand up and uh, take Lauren's vote and put it on Jam Jam. Was there a bigger reaction to that than from what we saw at the tribal council? Was there any more discussion about what the group should do? Um. So they did not discuss at all the advantage at tribal. Right? It was just Heidi stands up, she says what it does, and then we go vote. Um. When she said what the advantage was, I thought I was safe, right? I, I was like, you know, this is my chance. Um, like my only saving grace here, what I thought, yeah. So she, if she had put any Ratu vote on any other Ratu, me and Jam Jam would have voted together like 100%. Um, and I, we would both have been safe. Um, but when she said Lauren on Jam Jam, in my mind, I was like, that changes nothing, right? Like Ratu's already going to split their three votes. They just have to shuffle it around. So um, I, I was not, I, it was like a, another emotional whiplash moment of like, I'm screwed. Oh, I'm safe. Like Heidi's got me. Oh, actually I'm screwed again. Like it's just so, so turbulent. <laughs> okay. So we saw you and Jam Jam talking. You mentioned that you uh, would have voted with him if uh, the vote was going on to another uh, person. So that were you planning to vote together going up into that tribal council? And then ultimately it just like the way that things played out, you could cause you two to both vote for each other. So, I mean, we crunched all the numbers, right? Um, in a tribe of five, if only just the two of us can't swing it. Um, like even if it's a tie and uh, like they have the numbers to make whatever they want to happen, happen. Um, so it kind of like we ran through every possibility. It doesn't really matter how we vote, especially considering that Lauren has an extra vote. Mm -hmm. Um, and we all know that. So, uh, at that point, like we were both like, you know, Jam Jam, I love you. I'm going to be trying to advocate for them to send you home tonight instead of me. Like, that was the dialogue between us. Um, and it was, I don't know, an understanding. Um, yeah. Yeah. Matt, can you tell us, was there more of a backstory to the papaya that you brought to Jeff at Tribal Council? The papaya was all off the cuff. <laughs> I, uh, you know, genuinely, I, we went to the other beach and, like, found a papaya and i was thinking about the other group i was like they're probably hungry um uh, we should bring them fruit uh and i just brought it with me to tribal and then sitting there um i was trying to be i, I was like my swan song i was trying to be funny mm -hmm. and I, I was just like oh <laughs> i have this thing in my hand like let's make it a bit um and you know in that moment i was also like this is legitimately my best shot at staying in the game is <laughs> like pitching to Jeff that no one goes home and I give him a papaya. Like, uh, I don't know. I thought it was funny. Um, that was pretty much what. So that's the only story with the papaya. Matt, you also seem to be burned by not having your bag or any of your stuff. Uh, you mentioned your bag of tricks uh, that would you have played a shot in the dark uh, had you had it or even uh, attempted to use the idol that you had? Yeah. Uh, at that point, I was so confident that it was me and there was like no hope for me outside of 
shot in the dark, basically. Um, so I, I would have played the fake idol. I knew it was fake. I don't care. I don't mind looking like a fool on television. Um, I would have played the shot in the dark. Um, I would have done all of that. Um, but it wasn't meant to be. Okay. I really want to ask from you if you could uh, give us the update of what you knew at the time that you went out of the game about the authenticity of your idol and any other idols in the game and how you arrived at those conclusions. Right. So um, actually much, much earlier than was shown, I was suspicious of my idol. Um, because uh, I had heard whispers that there were two idols in the Ratu cage, and I had only found one. So immediately I'm kind of like, hmm, this is kind of weird. But I had no idea who had the real one. Um, and so that factored into the Josh vote, actually, um, is if I have an idol, I'm pretty sure it's fake, but I don't know who has the real one. And then Josh is telling all these crazy stories about idols to everyone. Um, that situation was very confusing, and I thought, you know, I thought he probably had it um, or something like that. And then when he went home without having played it, I was very sure at that point it was Danny. Um, he was the only other possibility. Um, they were the ones who like went off it by themselves to look for idols the most at um, Soka Beach. And um, I also put the pieces together with Danny, like kind of, you know, holding my hand to go find the idol. <laughs> I was like that sneaky little snake, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, Matt, did you have any conversation with Danny about uh, the uh, your questions about the idol or you didn't want to tip him off? I didn't want to tip him off. So my thinking was if I know that Danny has an idol, but Danny doesn't know that I know, um, that is like kind of fertile ground for a Danny blindside, um, like, or at least the Danny idol flesh. Um, so uh, I was sort of, trying to start laying the foundation for that. Um, and I was making cross-tribe uh, bonds as well. I felt actually really good about my social game at this moment. Um, obviously, it didn't work out that way. Yeah. But like in the, in the wider group of 11, I felt really strong about where I was. You know, Matt, we haven't seen a real vote between the three tribes. I had thought coming into this merge that based off of what we saw with Danny and Brandon at the summit uh, with Carolyn, that Soka and Ratu were going to be working together as groups. But we saw that both uh, in this tribal council with you being targeted and Danny talking about Lauren, that maybe that's not the case. Can you just give us sort of from your perspective, just overall where the three tribes are fitting together at this point in the game? Right. Um, so I think part of the unpredictability aspect of the game, right? Um, you have no idea what's coming. Um, you don't know how it's going to shake out. And so, uh, I think that encourages players to actually like play a little bit more conservatively, um, you know, like play it a little bit more safe. Um, and right now, I, uh, Carson said in the episode, there's this kind of like uh, Soka Ratu war with Tika playing both sides in the middle. Um, I think that probably is the dynamic right now, but it, it wouldn't necessarily have been if it was a full group because I, I mean, I was not the only one making cross tribe connections, right? Where none of us are playing so simple of a game as like i was with soka so i'm staying with soka like I, I don't know everyone is more is not that two dimensional um so i think if it had been a wider group the the discussion would have been much more nuanced than just soka ratu war to mm -hmm. in the middle okay um but yeah 
Matt, we saw you in the first episode uh, lose your vote for two tribal councils. How much did losing your vote affect uh, your position in the game from your perspective? Yeah. I yeah. Um, J- Jamie made this comment of like Matt's like playing really slow, whatever. Um, I felt like my hand was forced to play slow, right? Uh, especially in a group of five, I can't make a move or push for anything without a vote like the only way i skate by here is like a large majority um so i am basically trying to foster uh a simple vote of a, a, a large majority vote and like uh and that can be perceived as playing really slow um and I, but i think i i was handcuffed in that by that um uh like situation um to play really conservatively and just, like kind of pray <laughs> that i get through my two lost votes mm-hmm. matt last question that i have for you uh is about jamie who seemed to uh make the transition to come to soka but we saw that she was still very close to ratu in this episode did you feel like that she was a part of soka when she was there with you all um, to be honest, not at all. <laughs> we try. I actually genuinely tried to create, uh, I was thinking about a Danny blindside anyway, um, as early as when Jamie came to Soka. Um, so I was like tentatively trying to like create something with her, but, um, she was staying very Rachi strong. She claimed that they hadn't opened the birdcage. She claimed that the first vote was really simple and like, there were already kind of whispers that this was not true. And Mm so I I was kind of like, Jamie is clearly lying to my face and doesn't want to work with me. And she's definitely still raw too strong. Like that was plain for me to see. Yeah. Okay. Well, Matt, it was really nice to talk to you. I wish that we had uh, a little bit more time to do, uh, you know, have you on for a a big, long pod. Oh my God. (laughs) I can't believe I keep talking about a big, long pod. Uh, Matt, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all the best outside the show to you and Franny and uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Matt Blankenship here on the podcast. So, uh, you know, some interesting stuff here of uh, Matt does feel like, uh, you know, got a raw deal with the draw of the uh, swapped tribes, uh, you know, probably no denying that also. Uh, confirmed that Manny, a.k.a. Frankenship, uh, still going strong in the real world. So we can confirm love is alive and well here in 2023. So excited to get that. Also good to get some insight into the dynamics between the three tribes. And I do feel like that, uh, believe it or not, like I do feel like the intentional or the unintentional Matt Singh is alive and well. Uh, while you know Jam Jam's name is out there, it does seem like coming into emerge and you're only like two people or even like two and a half people with Carson. That does does seem like a good place to be at the merge as the two bigger tribes uh, are gunning for each other. All right. We are going to take a break. When we come back, Jordan Kalish is going to join us for This Week in Survivor History, coming up right after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, everybody. We are back here with the man who is ready to take us back in time into Survivor history. He's wearing his Cartier watch. Here he is. It's Jordan Kalish. How you doing, Rob? Yes, I'm doing very well. Uh, Jordan, did you hear the news about how the rumors are circulating about how uh, the This Week in Survivor History expanding to 90 minutes uh, in season 45? Yes, uh, we are going to be recording extra long episodes. I'm going to have about 40 to 50 <laughs> trivia questions every week. I'm going to have a staff working for me putting these, oh, wow. these questions together. It's, it's going to be great, Rob. That's amazing. Okay. How's everything else going for you, Jordan? Everything's going great. So o- over the weekend, I I produced one of these one-day live Survivor games. It was in an apartment this time. It was a lot of fun. It was really yeah. nice, actually, being in an apartment. It was warm, comfortable. And uh, <laughs> Tiffany Seely got to play, actually. <laughs> Tiffany played. And uh, Yes. Happy to hear that these the, douchebags, the, the apartment was temporary. What, what douchebags? What are you talking about? These douchebags voted Tiffany out first. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you went to an apartment that was a nice yeah. temperature, and then some douchebags yeah. voted out Tiffany Seely first on mergatory yeah. week. Who does that? Who does that? Who votes out the 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 person that you get from the actual show first? Come on. And this is from the guy that has voted out. Was it George before? But. George was the George was uh, was the executive producer on on this on this game. Mm-hmm. He was he was not he thrilled about that either. But look, yeah. hey, hey, look, I mean, someone from her tribe did win the game, so I guess I guess it worked out in the long mm-hmm. Okay, all right, yeah. Jordan. Um, they were actually very nice people. If you're listening, I like all of you. Sure, <laughs> I really do. Sure. Things. Okay. All right. So, uh, hope you had a happy Passover last week. I've been pretty good, pretty good Passover. Not as much traveling as as normal, so it's been a little more relaxing. But it's uh, hope you had a had a good Easter uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, we did have some uh, bagels on Sunday. I was thinking Ooh. of you. Uh, I was thought Very that maybe nice. Nice. A, a new line of, for your merch store uh, should be. You got your classic bagel 
all the seeds, and then it says, everything is awesome. Ooh, I like it. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, next baby get, uh, get in the store. All right, Jordan, let's yeah. go ahead and get into uh, your latest round of questions for me. I've been on a hot streak, I feel like. No? I think you just you just cut out for me. I've been on a hot streak. You have been on a hot streak. You haven't, I think, lost since maybe the, the first or second week of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go all the way back to a season that I know you know very well. Uh, Survivor the Australian Outback. Yeah. Tina Wesson famously rescued the Barramundi rice container after the Australian Outback flood. Who accompanied her across the current to help bring the rice back to camp? Hmm. Um, who accompanied her across the uh, Was it Keith Famey? Keith Famey, the chef. He, famous for uh, for cooking the rice, not to everybody's liking, is correct. You get two points. Good start, Rob. Uh, the old school seasons always uh, always tend to uh, work out favorably for you. And now we're going to go to what I would consider a middle school season. At the Exile Island Final Eight Immunity Challenge, five contestants chose to feast on cheeseburgers instead of competing, while three participated in the challenge. In alphabetical order, the players left in the game were Aris, Bruce, Sari. Courtney, Danielle, Sally, Shane, and Terry. Of those eight players, which three chose to compete? I believe the three folks who didn't get to eat any cheeseburgers, I believe, were in alphabetical order, Aris, Sally, and Terry. So Sally could have used immunity there. She did compete. Uh, and uh, unfortunately lost the challenge because uh, she she got voted out. Uh, Terry and Aris, yes, the two battering rams were the other two uh, contestants who competed, uh, which makes sense because according to Aris, uh, when you're eating cheeseburgers, it means you're out of the game. So he was still in the game uh, and he would continue to be in the game for that whole season. You get um, two more points on that question. Very good job. If I didn't list the contestants, would you have gotten everybody? I think you would have, right? Um, yes, I would have uh, taken a minute to have to remember Sally's name. Yeah, that's why. That's why I listed Sorry, them. I mean, Ross. she's the one. She's the one who gets voted out. Yes, the mm-hmm. the, the knee socks are uh, not not the easiest to remember all the time. Mm-hmm. So we've been going in order now throughout uh, Survivor history. Started very old school, then we went middle school. This is like not new school anymore for sure, but but a little bit later in Survivor history. Uh, this is a big week for Boston Rob because he did uh, voted out of um, uh, of Marquesas this week. But this is going to be about Redemption Island, where yeah. he yeah. probably had his uh, his best season. Before Boston Rob's buddy system failed in Winners at War, it was massively successful in Redemption Island. The Ometepe Six had three pairs of buddies. Name the three pairs. So you have to say who was paired with who. Okay. Um, So I believe that... Let me see. So Rob had uh, his own buddy. Uh, So I believe, uh, boy, um, Natalie and Ashley... Rob and Grant and Philip and Andrea. So Natalie and Ashley are correct. They were they were a pair. Rob and Grant were a pair, and so were Andrea uh, and Philip. So you get another two points for completing that question. You have a uh, a total of uh, one, two, three, four, five, six points. Congratulations, you're doing well. And we are going to go to our last uh, question before our final game. We have uh, this is the this is the first this is game one, and then we're going to get to game two. The final question of game one, we're going super new school now. 
after Roxroy made the decision to smash the hourglass and reverse the outcome of the mergatory challenge, who won the actual immunity challenge and was safe from the vote? Who won immunity at Survivor 42? Um, the mergatory. Now, okay, so that they changed up the hourglass and then one person got immunity from the group. Um, yeah, so it was the original group of winners who became the group of losers. Yes, one and, of and then people. that's what they did in season 41, too. Um, so, uh, I don't remember what the challenge was. I have almost no idea. I just got to think about who was up for elimination. Uh, I I believe it was, was it Tori? Tori is correct. You get uh, two more points. Good job. Yeah, it was uh, Boy, Tori. Tori's, Jonathan's Tori's name is good at the around. challenges. Apparently, apparently she is. Uh, Lydia, Lydia voted out there. She was up for the boat. Uh, jo- Jonathan and um, and Marianne's name were getting thrown around as well. Uh, but of course, uh, it was uh, Lydia who goes home. You are correct. You have a perfect score so far in this quiz, and you get to the second game, which is going to be a I mini twist. The list. second game. It's, it's a short twist list. You 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 earn the second game. You were going to get to the second game no matter what. Uh, but here is the second game. It's a little twist list. It's not as long as my normal twist list. You where you have to name uh, different players who fit a category. And here is the category. There are seven players who have been voted out more than once within a single season of Survivor. You have to name them. And before we get to the game, because there's there's one that would be controversial, and I'm going to give you the, this name because it would be considered a wrong answer. It's Rick Devins because in the Edge of Extinction, he was voted out once. The second time he was eliminated, it was by fire making. It was not a vote. So there are seven people that fit this category. And Rick Devins is not seven one of times. People got voted out twice in a season. Okay. All right. Yes. And here, here are the rules. You're going to get a point for each correct answer. Um, if you get one wrong, you will this is lose a, good a point. Question. Um, yeah. And if you get two wrong, then the, then the question ends. All you right. can't get any more points. Okay. I'm going to go with that. The first person to get voted out twice in a season is going to be Burton Roberts. That is correct. Okay, then the next person to get voted out twice in a season um, might be Matt Elrod. That is correct. So you're at 10 points on the on the total quiz. You okay. have the first two. Then the aforementioned Andrea Belke. That is correct. You get another point. Okay, then... People give it a twice a season. Uh, then I'm going to say we will have Ozzy. Ozzy's correct. The only person to ever get voted out three times no, in a season. Does that count as then three times? Or, or? I, said, okay. I, said, I, said, I said voted out more than once more in, than in once. the question. Okay. All right. So that, that does count. Yeah. All right. So then we have Ozzy. Okay. Uh, then mm-hmm. um, we're going to have... Laura Moret. That is correct. Okay. You're at five. There are two more. Okay. Uh, then we will also have Tina Wesson. That is correct. And if you get this one right, you're going to have a, a perfect score on this quiz. Who helped vote out Laura Moret, helped vote out Tina. I believe it's my friend Tyson Apostle. 
Tyson Apostle, Winners at War, the most recent example of this. You are correct. The reason I did this Twitch list this week is that Tyson uh, was voted out of Winners at War for the second time this week in Survivor history. Mm -hmm. So you get a perfect 15 points for the quiz. Congratulations. Perfect score. Very good job. And because of this... I'm going to give you a prize. And that is the Verbal Rebus is back. We haven't done it in a few weeks, Rob. It is back. People were asking, you were asking, you said, Mm -hmm. Kalis, why have there been no more Verbal Rebuses? Mm -hmm. And now it's back. Is that what I said? Okay. That is what I dreamt you said, at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Blank stuff, according to James Miller. My? Correct. What Natalie White famously did to a rat? Bludgeoned it. Oh, what did she? I mean, she did. Yeah. What did she do? What was the rat was alive and then she did what to it? She She killed killed it. Yes. Yes. Kill. Kill is correct. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The original beauty tribe player who got the farthest in Kagiyan. Original beauty tribe member that got the furthest. uh, Was it Jared? Jeffra? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was it was Jeffra. And this is the last one, plus who Twyla swore on and lied in Vanuatu. This is Michael Jefferson. Michael Jefferson. My I think we're really playing Jeffra a little son. fast and loose with the <laughs> my killed Jeffra son. My killed Jefferson. That sounds close enough to Michael mm-hmm. Jefferson. It doesn't Getting have to be a little loosey goosey with exactly. the verbal rebus. Yes. Hey, that's how okay. I play. I, play, I like yeah. to play Lucy Goosey all the time. That's true. All right. Jordan, where can people keep up with you? Well, uh, you could. Uh, I've actually changed my uh, Twitter account to at 90 Minute Kalish because that's the amount of time you're going to mm-hmm. get me for Twitch next season. Wow. You think that this has been Lucy Goosey? If I have if I have to fill 90 minutes of questions, that's going to be very Lucy Goosey. Now you can follow me uh, at Jordan Kalish on Twitter. Um, if you want to uh, want to check out the uh, the live game stuff that I've been talking about, uh, Survivor Brooklyn South Facebook page. That's always a, a good one. You can see the videos. You can see Tiffany uh, playing for uh, not as long as as she should have been playing for. Because of her freaking tribe, but it was still, 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 still a good night, still a good night. But uh, it was um, that you could follow, you could uh, check out that Facebook page, and uh, yeah, listen, uh, listen to Twitch next week. We'll be back, baby. All right, Jordan Kalish, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. All you right. too, Rod. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right, everybody, there you have it. Uh, look, what a, anytime you can get a podcast with Jordan Kalish and Matt Blankenship, uh, you're in for a treat, and that's exactly what we had here today. Of course, we've got so much coming up in our Survivor podcast feed from all of our contributors. Make sure you subscribe for all things Survivor at robiswebsite.com slash Survivor feed. We also announced last night that tickets are now on sale for our Toronto live show. If you want to uh, join us in person. I will be in Toronto for two nights on May 10th and May 11th. Rob has a website.com slash Toronto for Survivor on Wednesday and the Big Brother Canada finale on Thursday. So it should be a really, really fun week in Toronto. So uh, if you can make it out there, we'd love to see you. Rob has a website.com slash Toronto. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.